Hi, I'm Vince Irushi. And I'm Stephen A. And this is the Assign It To Me podcast. This show is a weekly discussion about our application, Assign It To Me, which is a web-based project management tool for professional services companies that are looking for an easier and effective way to manage their projects. We discuss topics like project management, analytics, and any interesting and noteworthy news and technology. You can catch our show notes for these podcasts at blog.assignittome.com. So Vince, what does UAT stand for? Oh, <laughs> um, stands for User Acceptance Testing or your, what was, what was your, uh, <laughs> you're a tool, <laughs> you're a tool. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. That was a bad inside joke. Yeah. That's anyway. an inside joke. I don't want to even go there. I think we should, you know, I want to talk about advancements in medical science. Um, really? Yeah. I want to talk about that because you brought something up, um, just before the podcast and really interest me about, uh, some of the new advancements. Usually we talk about tech, but let's talk about medical science. Um, you want to so what 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 advancement are you talking about the the bionic man no we can rebuild him or no but that's a good one yeah i remember him um want to talk about the guy <laughs> the article you pointed me out to the guy who's growing a nose on his forehead oh the chinese guy in china <laughs> right well, i guess chinese guys live in china yeah yeah and gals so so uh i just saw the picture and it's it's a picture he's got the 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 your nose kind of Upside down on the top of his at a diagonal, at a diagonal, and the first thing that came to my mind was, what happens when it rains? Yes, and it was it. <laughs> does <laughs> it, he drown? And that thought ran, runs in your family too, because I when I told her son about it, he goes, "Well, what, what does he do when it rains?" <laughs> yeah, we all think same genes, same gene pool for sure. Yeah, funny picture. Um, so, but it's, but it's interesting because his other nose is kind of damaged. He damaged it in a car accident or something and he crushed it so what the doctors did was they cre- they took some cartilage out of his ribs his ribs sounds sounds like a, a, a barbecue yeah. dish or something <laughs> and those chinese ribs are pretty fatty anyway but <laughs> <laughs> they're not like the fall off the bone you get it uh, never mind Continue. well you know you pull it out in 30 minutes it grows back right <laughs> No MSG. <laughs> I'm all, it's okay because I, I, I have a Chinese background. So. Well, he's going to take the nose off his forehead. He's going to want another one right after it. Wow. So the, <laughs> the doctors took the cartilage and reconstructed it with some flesh from, I don't know, his back or his leg or something. Right. So he's got this, this uh, facsimile of a nose on his forehead with the nostrils pointing skyward. Yeah. New definition for Which a nose is, job. Well, yeah. maybe maybe it's maybe when it rains, it collects water from moisturization. <laughs> That's right. He can plant a little butt in there. <laughs> so he blows his nose. He goes like this. <laughs> so anyway, well, it's a weirdest really picture, see. though. I, you should put, put a picture on, on uh, with the <clears throat> the blog entry for the podcast. But yeah. it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> it's, it'll be at the top of our podcast anyway. Uh, that was funny. Uh, Follow the nose exactly. The forehead nose. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know what? And actually, had the the barber has to cut around it too. He has to be careful not to snip <laughs> snip anything. No, vital. actually, he can trim the nose hairs while he's <laughs> <Yeah. at. laughs> some tie. <laughs> okay, we're having it's, too much. It's right along the hairline. This is not so. politically no. correct. We're, we're no, laughing too bad. much at this poor guy's poor expense. Guy. I know. It, it, well, uh, it's all right. Let's move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about BlackBerry. They've been in the news this week, um, big time. So they they just announced they lost. 
almost a billion dollars in second quarter. And that was kind of preempted with uh, 4,500 people getting laid off uh, at their, their main offices or yeah. plant. And uh, I think it was all kind of all together. And then there then uh, there's a, a follow-up on it, and they still have to do dilgi- due diligence, but uh, Fairfax Financial, which I guess has been a partner with BlackBerry um, for the longest I don't know time, if they're right? a partner, but they've been, the, working with them they've been um, the guy who runs it was on the board, who was brought in. After um, they had the changing of the guard when the, Mr. Thorsten Hines was brought in as a CEO, I think he brought that guy in as uh, a board member. Right. So um, it's on and the... he's the Warren Buffett of Canada, they, people like to say. So it's just a letter of intent right now. $4.7 uh, But the board of directors have agreed to it. So it is an agreement in principle. Yeah. As okay. far as I understand. Subject to due diligence, I would assume. Subject right. to financing. Like right. when you buy a house... And you know what? Uh, and my wife looked at me. and goes, "Oh, you predicted it." But they've been they've been sliding for the longest time. And then two weeks ago, I hear they release another two versions of the phone, mm-hmm. or but within the same breath, they go and they cancel two versions of mm-hmm. the phone. So it's like I'm a consumer. It's extremely confusing. Extremely uh, difficult for me to decide which product I want to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, at times, where you look at the Samsung, they have the Nexus. They got the one or two. Oh, Samsung's. Confusing. They're, 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 they're bad got, too. They've got yeah. tons of phones and it's confusing. Yeah. But uh, we were, my wife and I were watching the news the night that <clears> they announced <throat> the uh, letter of intent. So it was kind of funny because they were interviewing these so called business school experts, right? So one guy from the Queen's School of Business and another from the McMaster School of Business. I noticed uh, it was interesting because no one interviewed anyone from the U of T School of Business. And uh, because the dean of the Rotman School of Business was on the board of directors during during their massive screw up when the iPhone came out. Right. Right. How they totally lost their way. He'd be the perfect guy to have <laughs> in the interview. Really. Well, he's he got very defensive a year ago. I don't know the guy's name, but he got really defensive in the press saying, you know, nobody could have foreseen this, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. But, you know, you would think that a dean of a, a business school, you know, business schools are famous for you know, the greatest minds of in business strategy and strategic thinking that uh, he would have been able to offer at least some guidance to them. But, yeah. you know, he was on the board when they had their epic fail. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> I just thought that was interesting, an interesting omission. Yeah. You would have want to have heard his, uh, his point of view. Looking at the stock at one point, 2008, 2009, over close to $150 for the stock. Now it's eight. The offer is nine dollars a share, I think. Yeah, so it's a bargain. So get in, I don't know. Get in while you I can. don't know if I had nine dollars to spend, <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> I don't think I would buy rim stock. Yeah, I will go for a Starbucks coffee instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah I get I get more value out yeah, of that's it. That's right. Um, okay, let's go to our topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have topics. Yeah, we do. So uh, this first one here, uh, you posted this one. Oh, another medical. Uh, yeah. So this week is like a medical advancement. Uh, the first prosthetic leg, and this is a, a mechanical leg. It's not growing out that, of anything. That uh, operates based on your brain. Right. So it's so a mind-controlled leg. It's now not that, new technology. No, it's not. Right. Because uh, I think they've been doing this for like 20 years. You remember in the 80s, there used to be a show called That's Incredible? Yes. 
with Kathy Lee, Crosby, Fran Tarkenton, and John Davidson. Those That's were the right. three hosts. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> I used to love that show. Um, I think I saw them talking about that way back when, and I was a kid. Like, we're talking 1982 or 81 when that show was on. Um, so I'm, the, the technology has been going on for a long time, but this one in particular, I guess what they, they do is they, they, they do surgery on you to move your nerve endings to connect to your muscles. And then there are sensors on the prosthetic robot leg that pick up the electrical signals from your nerve endings and convert them into natural Into your leg? Well, it, it, they're, they're doing arm and leg prosthetics, Okay, right? I think the funding was through the military because, you know, a lot of people are coming back from the Middle East with severed limbs. It's amazing. Amazing use of computer and technology, honestly. it's. Uh, well, if you look at the leg, did you watch a video of the guy walking? No, I haven't seen the video it, yet. It's amazing. Um, and I don't use hyperbole a lot. It's quite amazing. It's Have you ever seen the Honda robot, Asimo? Yeah, I have. Very it's, square. It's leg. like Asimo's leg attached to this guy's... Um, where his ampu- amputate, yeah. where his leg was amputated. Here's and he's question. walking around, and it, the motion of the leg is completely natural. You got to watch the video right. to I'll really watch see it. it. It's, Here's it, one question though: that you got to make sure that that technology is working perfectly because if it's not, he could get hurt. He could hurt himself, right? Sure, or sure. someone else. Yeah, and you know, they just go I'm sure. Someone. I'm sure it has to have a power source. That battery can run out, so right. he's walking somewhere and it dies on him right Right. oh speaking of power and can he use it on an airplane yeah this is a little off topic speaking of power so they had the google uh i think there was some kind of awards i don't know if you've seen it i should probably uh i should probably be posted what are they called the googies googies or yeah googlies or something this girl from canada or toronto i think she's from toronto or whatever has a flashlight that lights up lights up based on you holding it i'm gonna post that it's amazing maybe it'll be uh Future pick of the week. You know that googly eyes on anything make make them that much cooler. Oh, is that right? You ever see the <laughs> SNL with Christopher no. Walken? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, that plant talking. is kind of scary. I think I'm gonna <laughs> add some googly eyes. Yeah, I love when he's on on uh, Saturday Night Live. It's the best. Anyway, that's a different topic. So, uh, yeah. So it's I need to look at the video, and um, I guess person can now control it's almost like bionics you right? gotta see see it, it is what are they call bionic man right uh you you remember the blade runner guy who who uh yep pistorius who shot his girlfriend right who we were raving about during the olympics and right. now we don't really talk about it in the same vein um, oscar pistorius yeah yes um if you know if you think about how how his legs were they're stationary the prosthetics right but this one like the knee joint bends and everything it's you know, the foot bends like a human right. foot and it looks so natural. Yeah. Oh, well, it's amazing. What Definitely they have to watch that. a video. It's it's yep. it's great, especially for all of the all of the soldiers coming back. I think they said the cost per prosthetic would range between twenty and a hundred K. Which um, is expensive, but what's the cost, you know, what's the cost for what's the cost for health or whatever? Like, you know, you, you get a new tooth done, it's five grand a tooth. You get a you know, new eye put in or it's anything. It's your health. Well, you can right? get a new eye. I'd like an upgrade. <laughs> On the eyes? Yeah. My eyes don't work too good anymore. So there's some other parts too, but uh, I'm not gonna go there. Um velocity f- yeah, iPhone I hope app. not. So uh you upgraded your iPhone. You got uh, yes. the new OS on it and um 
I looked at this post here. Don't ask me what I think about the look. It's it's very inconsistent. It's kind of girly. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, the it's color schemes are a little uh, my daughter would li- my nauseating. Daughter I don't like pastel colors, and actually, when I see them, they sort of give me a headache. Oh, okay. And I don't really like the color choices that they've made. <clears throat> but I mean, it had two features, two or three features that really meant something to me. A call blocking is finally implemented properly. Yeah. Because I'm getting more and more telemarketer calls to my cell. The browser is actually faster than the previous version. And it can do some background syncing that you can control for like apps. I'll probably like upgrade. You know what? I'll probably get with it sooner or later, right? So come on, Vince, get with it. I'm just stuck on this version, I guess. So anyway, there's I've talked about the Pocket app many times before. I use it to collect long articles. So there's right. this research that says when you're reading standard text multi-line, that as you're scanning, you're actually saying out all the words in your head. Okay. which slows you down. So the average person reads it around 200 words per minute. Right. So what this does is it flashes words on the screen um, at a speed that you set. I found 600 and change to be workable. Right. Um, so just links But it. do you get the comprehension as you would with... Okay, uh, so there are some gotchas. So I can't use this app when I'm... And my wife listens to this podcast and can get in trouble. When I'm sitting with my, my wife because she'll ask me a question and I have to look away from the screen. And I'll lose like oh, there you go. I'll That's lose a right. whole bunch of words. That's right, right because it's you, ha- you really have to be alone, uh, in a quiet place because any distractions you look away from the screen, you're going to lose six or seven words. Like right. we're talking ten words a second, possibly. Right. Okay. So um, that's one of the the drawbacks of. So you the need app. total focus on this app. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but it does work. The comprehension <clears throat> is hard because what I usually do is I read really quickly. But then I go back uh, uh, to sentences that that I had trouble comprehending sometimes, um, and you, it's can not you, easy to do that. Okay. So I have it loaded up on my app. I'll actually run the demo, and you can see what happens. So you're staring at these words, but they're actually processing in your head. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at it now, but those those words are flying by. But I know it's what it's telling me, right? The comprehension yep. is not as good, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but so you can slow that down, right? Yeah, so my queue in Pocket is 900 articles, right? Wow. And for me to read at 200 words a minute, like the average person, um, like a 4,000 word article, you know, I'm going three times faster, three point x times faster using this app um, right. than reading it the traditional way. So here's another drawback that I see, though. Sometimes when I'm reading an article, I might want to skip over a part yeah, that I know skip. that's going to be dry, right? Yeah, you can't skip over sections. And the one flaw with this app is I can't tell where I am in the article. Okay. Because I don't know if I'm reading a really long article or a short one or whatever. So that because sometimes you're 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 staring at it cuz even at 600 words a minute, I can still blink and not miss anything. Right. But because 600 your, your words brain, a minute that's no, like 10 your, words a second your brain will actually fill in the gaps in, right. in most cases especially if the word you missed is like an article right like the or or some you know what that reminds me of you ever seen it where uh, somebody gives you a sentence and they've gone and totally uh, arranged each of the, the letters in the word but they kept the first and the last letter mm-hmm. but you can still read a whole sentence or book or whatever that way yes without losing what the word means even though it's misspelled yes um, that's what it reminds me of, but at a bigger, higher level. Yes. Right? So, 
And when I'm reading an article, you know, in theory, if I only have this app on my phone, I could, in theory, get through longer articles much faster. Right. But the catch is you have to be um, distraction in a distraction-free environment. Oh, I could see that, yeah. You have to totally focus on what's flashing up on the screen. Yeah. If you, I'm thinking even if you blink for a second or turn Blinking your, is not, it does not... If you turn uh, your head away for a second to look out the window, it's you've lost a, you know. Two but sentences. it's hard to take a breather because when you're reading normal rows of text, you can stop, take a breather. Here, you have to tap the screen and pause, pause it, right? And you have no idea where you are at right. all in the article. Yeah, which, something which about is velocity is much easier to yeah. So but I'm trying to. It was fascinating because I was watching the video on the website before I bought the app. It's like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, because I can actually keep up. Put a post there so if anybody who's listening is interested, um, have a look. So then there is something totally opposite in a way. It's very manual. It's called uh, the analog, bullet, <laughs> analog, analog. So it's bullet journal. So someone is, it's a, just a different way to keep notes or a journal. Every line's a bullet. Right. Except there are different types of bullet. There's circles, rectangles, and dots, I think. Right. So, um, it's basically a process. So he starts out with this journal, and it's a, just a blank journal. Uh, first page is indexed, and the second page is, is two calendars, one that lists each day and the and the weeks or the days of the of the of each day of each month, and so on. And then he goes and starts listing tasks and then grouping tasks. What I find is I think it's a good system, but then your old tasks you have to move to the new. So. It's, I find you probably find yourself transcribing a lot of the the old tasks into the new tasks, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're not always tasks either. They're just right, notes. It's, or a, it's a note-taking technique, right. right? Okay. So, what's your take on this? It's neat. I. It's not very different from what I do myself, right? Um, note-taking is hard because yeah, it is. your your natural inclination is to write every single thing down. It's true. It's true. I think sometimes I remember more when I don't write anything down. But, you know, this fine details, like well, they, certain it's funny dates. you say that, right? Because um, people have this urge to record everything in some way. Right. Right. And the one thing that bugs me the most is going into a concert and people with their cell phones recording the concert when you're there to enjoy it. But they spend their time looking at it through a screen. <laughs> Might as well go on YouTube. To record it. Well, the, their intent is to post it on YouTube, but... You know, and a lot of bands are starting to ban photography for that reason. Right. Because they want people to enjoy the concert, to just sit there and listen to the music. Right. right. I can't, you know, I've been to some but concerts. you think, why would you record it when you can easily go and the next well, day? recording probably... is illegal too. Yeah, but it is. But these days everyone has a phone and they're not going to confiscate everyone's phone. Yeah. Went to Eagles concert and it's, first of all, it's already expensive, but whatever. They had security guys on every row and if... Even if I just pulled out my phone to look at it, they would jump on top. Prince, Prince, his concerts are like that. Yeah, they've had celebrities get booted out of concerts on TMZ for yeah. that. Yeah. I have some funny stories about photography. At so concerts, we should, uh, we should, anybody recording our video, our podcast, we should probably go after. Two. <laughs> yeah, we have, <laughs> we have so many spectators, two cats. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so when I was uh, sixteen, I was uh, what you would call preppy. Yep. So oh, everybody was. They yeah, went through that and my friends, David Bowie phase, right? I had some metalhead friends. Uh, and so I was exposed to a lot of metal music that I liked. So I went to the Judas Priest concert. Yeah. Um, at Good band. Exhibition Stadium. I don't know if you remember that. 
place. So because I was the clean cut one, a group of us went in and a friend of mine opened up a bag of chips and stuffed his camera in there. And this was back in the days of film, right? Um, so we're talking 1986, maybe 84, 85 or 86. So <laughs> they stuffed the camera into a bag of chips and made me carry the gym bag in. Oh, because they're not going to check the preppy guy. Oh, right? they we're <laughs> at the front of the line, too. <laughs> Like, we were at the very front of the line. Right. So, cop checks me out, and I get that sinking feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and because my friend crazy glued the bag of chips shut, <laughs> the cop couldn't open the bag of chips. <laughs> right? And so everyone, now he was digging hard. And I'm holding <laughs> uh, holding up the line at this point. Yeah. Right? So, then finally, the bag of chips explodes <laughs> in the gym bag. He finds the camera, and I, you know, my stomach is sinking. I'm on the verge of, like... He probably thought it was drugs, though. Pooping right? my pants. Oh, yeah, those got in through some other guy's right, pants. Right, <laughs> right. It's like, funny the guy with the drugs got, got in. Not that I do drugs. No, but, or but, inhaled, yeah. But, uh, and, <laughs> and the guy with the camera is the one that gets popped. So they confiscated it, right? So the, the guy discovers the camera, pulls it out, you know, everyone behind me starts cheering. And I'm, like, embarrassed. Because I'm wearing this, this bright yellow sweatshirt, too, that's just yeah. stick, like, I literally stuck out at in and the Judas line Priest is all about black leather and, and studs, right? Yeah, so. and I had short hair. Well, I guess Rob Halford had short hair at that time, yeah, but yeah. Rob Halford, the lead singer. Um, but oh my goodness, that was just a, a nightmare experience. Oh, I never had problems. Uh, we just put the wine skin close to the. Oh. Uh, they, they never checked it out. Nowadays, yeah, they. Well, they, yeah, but the, the thing was, we had a gym bag. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Okay, so let's... Uh, my story of my, my story. wasted youth. <laughs> I love going off topic on these. It's more interesting that way. I thought I really thought I was going to like drop a load in my pants. I was so scared because it was like, <laughs> I never had a problem with cops before. Right? <laughs> um, app update. What's going on with the app? Uh, it's coming along. Yeah. Okay, good. That's Next. all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Looking okay. Some no, changes. We're fine. I... We did some uh, behind-the-scenes tweaking for a week, and now we you did mostly spent right? yeah. uh, a week working tweaking the uh, front end, so that it's starting to look more polished. But you know, it's going to probably for the next little bit alternate: one week cleaning up, one week doing front end, one week cleaning up. The cloud server seems to be working good. I know we had some blips, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I've been spending more time on the development server than the cloud server lately. So no, just no, just deploying it, being able to deploy it and have it. Yeah, that's pretty work fast. It, yeah, as a yeah, works well. So, but it's coming along. Um, yeah. it's looking a lot better. It's looking more complete than it has been. Yeah. Although we, some ideas we had several months ago in terms of how things should work. Um, we used to pop a lot of forms up in modals. That's all mostly gone now. Yeah, I like that. It's a perf- personal thing for me. I know modals work well in certain situations. But you know, you know that when we load up the form, the net effect is it's the same as a modal. It's just presented differently. Right, right. But that presentation actually has kind of a, a huge impact on... It's a flow thing for me. ...on your mental flow. Yeah, it is. It's flow. It's, it's the exact same thing's happening. I, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is, right? But... Uh, it feels like I'm still in the app. It's not like I'm I'm stepping you're, you're, back from the yeah, app, right? Yeah. So I don't know how to say it. I think that's the best way I can say it. So uh, I'm gonna go to to the picks of the week, and um, this one here is is amazing. Uh, uh, you posted this, and when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. Uh, so it's a 3D printer, peachy printer, and uh, PG 
Parental guidance. PR printer. I don't know why it's PR. Peachy. Peachy. I guess he's trying to be like Appley, but he's or a peachy. peachy guy or a peachy guy. So um, what it is, is and, and he claims to have made this thing from all household components. Mm-hmm. And he's even using, I think, what was he said, the, the video card or the audio card on his computer to the audio, output, yeah. the audio to actually drive, drive like it. Like a modem. You remember right. those? That's right. Yeah. Or a fax machine, actually. I'm not very good at, at producing fake electronic sounds. Yeah. <laughs> not very good there. <laughs> what does a fox say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, please. I've been, I've been listening to that steady for a week. From, they play it from on the radio station <laughs> that I li- listen to online because I listen to a radio station from France. Yeah. So for that's top 40 music. We're and they're always about, playing that song. Anyone listening who happens to be listening, is, we're talking about a viral video. Um, and it's from some guys from Norway, Norway or something. Yeah. So. But Fox TV um, paid to use the song in their promos. And they have like the celebrities making all those funny, yeah. funny, what the Fox says sounds yeah. in their promos. We Very saw that on Sunday. Extremely quirky. Yeah. yeah. Extremely it, quirky video. The, the melody is actually not bad. It no, sounds like a top 40 it's song. Yeah. It's just uh, once it gets into the chorus, uh, uh, you know, that's where the giggles start. Yeah. So, uh, they call it a photolithographic printer. So, it's uh, it, let me explain it. I guess it's it's like a laser beam on top of this frame, and it I guess it's shooting. Basically, how do I say it? The, Lasers. Yeah. So the, <laughs> I don't know. So in the past, I guess the the actual resin that they used to create so create three D objects. It's hard were, to explain, right? So yeah, let's, let, let's go with. Let's uh, explain what a traditional 3D printer, home home 3D printer does. You've got these motors. It's like a, a scanner. It just it heats up a coil of resin and melts melts the plastic in place, right? And it builds up layer by layer by layer Slowly. by layer. Yeah, using motors and servos, which are mechanical, ex- not cheap. Um, and other things. So what this new um, peachy printer does is it uses a liquid resin. It leaves a very thin coat of liquid resin, and underneath that liquid resin is salt water, and there's a little pipe that constantly adds salt water to cause that level to raise, and that liquid resin is solidified using a laser. So the laser points at a specific spot, and hence photolithographic, that... That particular section on that top layer of resin solidifies, and that right. that's how it builds builds up. And it looks like it builds no it motors so much faster than a traditional. I think it's just as slow. Is it okay? But maybe, maybe sped it up. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's sped up. But it has no moving parts other than this little thing that it's like an IV drip, right? Basically dripping. Right. Well, actually, it literally is an IV drip because IV drips are saline water, right? right? Right, So it's literally an IV drip that causes um, a giant uh, vat, vat of water to rise with uh, that thin thin layer of resin at the top. How and does then, the resin keep feeding in, I guess? Uh, I'm sure there's a, a separate pipe yeah. that dri- drips. Uh, so it's resin. almost like oil on water. The oil rises. As, yes. As the water rises, <clears throat> the a laser beam hits the oil the and oil. turns it into solid oil. Right. And as it rises, I guess it gets the, the shape takes effect based on the laser. That's it's awesome. And, and it's it's it. The way the guy does it is he invented this little mirror system that pivots 
the where the laser ends up on the surface of the water um, to draw the 3D layer, right, right? Which is very cool because I think he's probably using like a five dollar laser pointer laser to do that. So if I ever envisioned a 3D laser printer, it would be exactly like this, as opposed to that resin. The water is. See, the problem is is. It's hard to say that that's a mass market approach because the, at the dealing with a water and a liquid resin is a bit of an inconvenience for the average person, I would say. But just the whole notion of how this guy came up with this totally alternative approach it's, it's still, that's cheaper it's still in, in, and in equally its infancy, as right? It's still in, yeah, its, in yeah. its infancy. And, you know, there's probably, I can see like a hundred ways you can make it better, right? And, and unlike um, most... Traditional home 3D printers are usually limited to like an 8x8 eight eight build size. Right. This one is, if you got a big giant container that you can put water in, you're, that's as big as you can build it, right? Right. Which is pretty right. fantastic. Yeah. Because so it's build, just pointing mirrors, right? Yeah, you can build anything, any size, depending on the size of the, uh, the resin. Yeah, the ones that I look at, like from MakerBot, which are $2,000 things, I think you're looking at, you can build something like... Uh, Eight by eight by three inches. Two thousand, which price is very tag, small. Price tag on this hundred bucks. <laughs> wow, That's the resin's not cheap, but you can make a lot of stuff with one liter. I think a liter is a hundred bucks. Yep. But a liter, unless you're making a solid <laughs> cylinder uh, with a liter of volume, a liter you can make a lot of stuff. Yeah. His story is good too. The way he presents it, and the way I guess he's trying to get some money. He's, he's probably going through Kickstarters, Kickstarter, and Indiegogo. I yeah, think. so uh, I'm sure he's going to get a lot of support. So we'll have to we'll have to check that out. Did you win? I'm always a winner. <laughs> okay, so your pick of the week, Surface Pro Two. Yes, that's a new Microsoft Surface. Well, the Surface, the the actual look of it is the same. Yeah, it's basically like an iPad that runs Windows, I guess right. you could say. With and we've the, spoken about the Surface. Last so. year when it came out, we were yeah. in admiration. Yeah. We have to get one, maybe. The maybe Surface get, Pro. Maybe Santa will bring one for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> the Surface Pro um, had a couple of major criticisms to it, and it was battery life was one of them. The big one, actually. And they've solved that using the new Intel chips. And they've also added uh, a keyboard pad that yep. has a battery in it. So I think you can run two and a half times as long as last year's generation if you Smart. have that battery keyboard and uh, the new Surface yeah. 2. Smart move. And they actually. have a dock, which I think was an absolute necessity. Right. I love docks. Yeah. I love dogs too. <laughs> yeah. You got three of them. Yes. Um, so that's good. So we're going to be looking at for the uh, Surface Pro. Yes, and I have a anti-pick of the week. Uh, yeah, I noticed From the that. last podcast, I said pocket for Kobo. So, How's that working out? They <laughs> announced, they pre-announced saying the firmware upgrade would be on the 13th of September. Um, yeah, they, they now just say, well, it's coming soon. Oh, I don't like vaporware, it. Vaporware, vaporware. I don't like it when companies set your expectations only to destroy them. Right. Right. They could at least say now you know if you miss a date, that's fine. But Just, do you think that came from uh developer division or the marketing division? I have no idea <laughs> because it uh it Usually was a, it was a big announcement right? in August saying it's coming September thirteenth. Right. It was it and this is a huge announcement because this that pocket feature 
itself would sell a bunch of Kobos. People who would buy them just who don't even buy ebooks, right? right? So I don't know. I I just don't like like it when a company sets a date. When is it supposed to come out? When it's supposed. Please to. be patient. Oh, is that what they say? Okay. You could at least say, give us a range, like a month or two. Right. Just set my expectations. So somebody's working through some problems right now, I would assume. So. Clearly, yeah, clearly. Okay. So I'm gonna revoke. Well, I'll keep an eye I'm gonna revoke it. that pick of the week. Oh, we're taking away two thumbs down. A big yes, two thumbs down. <laughs> and it, it sucks because actually, no people who work at Kobo. Yeah. Because they're based in uh, Toronto. But yeah. oh well. Oh well. Okay, so we're gonna retract that. And um, yeah, we're gonna suck it, Kobo. Suck it. That's it. So um, we're that gonna could keep be the title of the podcast. <laughs> no, let's not <laughs> suck it, Kobo. Yeah, we'll get a lot of hits. <laughs> anyway, okay. So keeping our eye on uh, on Bla- uh, BlackBerry and and this guy with the nose too. Um, he we'll see. We'll yeah, see I hope, he, I hope he uses an umbrella when it rains. So what happens when they move the nose from his head to where his nose is supposed to be? Like they're gonna trash the old nose but what's gonna happen what's he gonna have in the top of his head a scar shaped like a nose upside down nose oh <laughs> <laughs> okay well I, i'm real curious to see how that one works out but anyway yeah, yeah that, that, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay we made enough jokes on that topic yeah, for the day i think yeah i'm just i'm uh, probably gonna have dreams about that guy tonight anyway that's it uh for this week for more information on Assign It To Me, you can visit our website at assignittome.com or our blog at blog.assignittome.com. If you have any questions regarding this show or the Assign It To Me app, feel free to contact me at vince at assignittome.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.